What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ, Ood, and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. And I'm BJ. Ood, I'm Daryl, and this week we watch wrestling! Yeah. For the hundredth fucking week in a row. Episode 100! 100! Yeah, we did it. Somehow. Somehow. A long time, I don't know. I didn't know if we'd finish two. Right. And here we are at fucking 100, buds. I know. It's Plus crazy. multiple little buds sods. Yeah. They're all available for free in the Budcast. They are. Go back, listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, be careful when you listen to the first few, but I guess not. You want it's a direct right. link? You can find it on our Twitter at BudsWW. Yeah. It'll, it's places. our pinned tweet. It'll link you right to the Fireside page where all of our episodes are, including the one you're Sweet. listening to now. I don't even know how to pin a tweet, so good on you. <laughs> it's been pinned since like we created the account. Right. I'm just saying, I don't know. How to do it. Or at least so. I think it's still pinned. I, yeah. I'm going to verify know. that right now. And while we do, let's talk yeah. about... I didn't watch Roll. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I don't either. Know if you did I did not watch. I didn't either. Uh, I mean, from what I saw, the best was ups and downs this week. Yes. For it because he was just done. Like, he was sick. Yep. And he didn't give a it's shit. It's been one of my personal so favorite bad. episodes of Up and Downs so far. Mm-hmm. I, I, Oops. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't good. That's why I didn't give a shit. Um... But I guess we'll go through it anyway, because that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, apparently, we started off with that ta- that stupid tag team match that we kind of touched on last week stupid. with Becky and Charlotte versus uh, the Kabuki Warriors, where... It's not banned anymore. Oh. We'll see. You fucking lied. Uh, but the Kabuki Warriors won when Asuka pinned Becky. I don't know. Whatever. Right. Um, and then Drew McIntyre beat the shit out of Sin Cara. That happened. Yeah. Uh, and then Sinkar asked for his release. I was going to say that. I was, I was just thinking, like, should we do this now or save yeah. it for later? But no, he asked for his release. <coughs> right. Weird. And, like, from what everyone said, this match shows why. They yeah. Did. They That's just, how bad he treated He just treated stomped him. him. I, don't, I don't get it. Fucking, Me neither. Fucking Hunako. <laughs> um. I was just about to ask you, because I can never remember, who is Sinkar right now? It's Hunako. Who was the original Sinkara? Sinkara. I mean, who is he now? Because uh, he can't be Sinkara anymore. I, I don't remember. Okay. He's back down in Mexico doing something, though. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Oh, and then we had a one-on-two handicap match for the 24-7 title with R-Truth now versus the Singh Brothers. Nice. That's how much I cared about this fucking match, as I was instead pinning that tweet to the top, so I'm no longer a lawyer. Um... Oh, and then something happened. Eric Rowan came down, and I don't know. Okay, so he's got like, like a, a bassinet or a cradle or a baby thing, oh, but yeah, like something. covered in like a burlap sack kind right. of cloth. Because there was a scene with him backstage where it was like, was like looking from that yeah. perspective out at Rowan. And right. It was just stupid and creepy. And where the fuck's Luke Harper? I he came back for one thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yep, that was it. Fuck you, WWE. He was in the Battle Royal or what the fuck ever for the uh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, that doesn't count. I know, I'm just saying. Um, Seth Rollins came out. Yeah, he did. He won like a little bitch. Yeah, probably. I did read that they turned the booze down on all the replays and shit. Not surprised. And piped in chants or some um, such. Oh, and then this is where we got... Said he wants to fight the UK's best, and Walter fucking walks out, and they fight, and it doesn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 
Seth won by DQ because Imperium came Kicked in. Kicked the shit out of him, probably. Right. And then the Street Profits came out. Kevin Owens came out. And we're going to have a fucking four-on-four match. I watched, Instead, I watched a clip from... I think Seth was still holding the Money in the Bank briefcase. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but like Big Show and J&J and Kane was in the ring with him. And he's like going on and on about how awesome the Big Show is and all the shit the Big Show's done. And mm-hmm. he looks and he's like, yeah, and Kane. Kane was, Kane, Kane was there. Yeah, Kane, Kane was there too. And I'm like, I want that Seth Rollins back. I miss that guy. Yeah, I don't. I guess I wouldn't watch to know if he was back though. That's true. We'd hear that's about true. But Might give us a reason to watch. Yeah. Probably and then not. the the Raw guys won. Seth Rollins, Owens, and Street Profits, which, whatever. I saw the end of that. I was sorry. Yeah, I think Wolf took the pin. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Not Walter took the pin. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Cedric Alexander versus Andrade. Andrade won. Again, I don't know why this happens. Um... Why not? Alistair Black got another backstage promo. He hasn't been seen in like three fucking months. And now he's just doing the same shit he was doing three fucking months ago that he had done for the previous seven. Yep. Of course. All you do is put him in the ring and give him an opponent to beat up. And that's all we need. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking rocket science. Put your wrestlers in wrestling matches. Yeah. And then... <laughs> mm-hmm. Lana... Oh God, I'm so over this. Comes shit. out and says it's she's so bad. pregnant and she can do math and she's only been having sex with Lashley for seven weeks and she's twelve weeks pregnant, so that means it's Rusev's baby. And then Why Lashley comes Rusev? out and beats up Rusev and uh, or no, Rusev comes out and says, and the fans were chanting "Daddy's home." That's the yeah, best part. Daddy's about home. Um. Whatever, I don't know. Something like she's not pregnant. Yeah, Bobby Lashley beat the shit out of Rusev out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then Lana was like, it was all so Bobby could beat you up. I'm not pregnant. Yeah. It's like, that so was pregnant. way too much shit just to beat him up. Like, right. he could just attack him from behind like everybody else in the hallway or some shit mm-hmm. with a lead pipe or fuck. What the fuck? So fucking stupid. What the fuck? Right. What is this even... Uh, then we got Eric Rowan versus Sonar Durson. Oh, whatever. Rowan won. Squash match. Mm-hmm. Squish. And then... No, and then... And then... The Viking Raiders versus Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. Viking Raiders win. Duh. Yeah. Hashtag. Uh, we got... Randy Orton, Ricochet, and Umberto Carrillo versus the OC. And I think Umberto won. Umberto Pandeje now. Good job. So, so now they're 50-50. No, I, well, I think it's 3-1. to one, Okay. 2-1 to one or something. I don't know. That was it. Into the fire! Finally, good show. Into the fire! Yeah. That's such a dope song, too. Um, it was a good pick. Mm-hmm. We started off. There was no commercials with... for waffles or tire arms. Though. No, but we did get a new Tony. I know. Tony He's got Tony. a new business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we, we did start off with Eddie Kingston and Homicide. Yeah. Um, and the Rock and Roll Express mm-hmm. out there, which was pretty dope. Yes. Showing some respect to each other. Yeah. And I liked how uh, 
the yeah the Rock and Roll Express they were on at uh what it was called Full Gear yeah on Saturday night and then we got them on NWA Tuesday night and previous Tuesday and like a Wednesday right. a couple Wednesdays ago right. yeah good times yeah, Rock and Roll Express are all over our TV it's awesome it's pretty dope but yeah they had a pretty pretty good promo back and forth which is some of the best I mean. NWA's been selling the best promos. Fuck yeah. Uh, we got Trevor Murdoch versus Caleb Conley. Trade of Trevor Murdoch picking up the win there. He did. This was a fun match. Mm-hmm. This Conley kid's got... He's, he could be something. He could yeah. be an Intercontinental Champion someday. National. I know. Right. WWE's only gonna, one. No, because WWE's going to offer him that big money and make him the IC champ. Maybe. I think he's good enough eventually. He seems like it anyway. He's got some potential. Mm-hmm. He looks like a younger guy. Younger than us anyways. Yeah. Um, Aaron Stevens cut a promo. That was really good too. Yeah, said he quit wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to go back to the locker room. and going to go film a new movie, but I don't remember the name of it. But yeah. it was something ridiculous. Right. Into the fire. Shogun of Malibu. There you go. That was Shogun the of Malibu. Mm-hmm. Into the fire. Um, I got this stuck in my head. Marty Bell and Thunder Rosa took on Brooklyn Creed and Crystal Rose. Really like Thunder Rosa. I want to see right. more and more and more of her. I do too. She's quick. She's crisp. She's badass. She's got a cool look, especially compared to everybody else in the NWA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to see more of her. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I really enjoy her. She's going to be like the star of their women's division. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Marty Bell could be that someday, though. Oh, yeah. She's got some potential, too. I like her so far. Mm-hmm. I like the turn, too, like, a couple weeks ago. I didn't yeah. see it coming, and now she's right at Thunder's side, which is right. dope as shit. Yeah, because they had a interview afterwards and mm-hmm. asked why she joined her. Yeah. And, yeah. Good times. Um, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. James Storm come out and cut a promo. Also, um, promos that for he days wanted, in the NWA. Yeah. They're so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he wanted his rematch for his national championship. So, uh, and then Colt Cabana and Ricky Starks had a segment. Ricky Starks is going to be a fucking star, He is, too. too. He's going to... This guy is fucking awesome already. Mm-hmm. He's got, like... Yeah. Like a young rock. Yeah. And, you know, how we've been... And then, um, you know how we've been saying that we don't know who takes it, really takes the title from... Yes, yeah, so I do know this. how we've been saying that. And, like, so we finally got the debut tonight, and I know... Who takes it? It has to be the question mark. The question mark. I mean, dude, I mean, finish with that exclamation point uh, at the end. Like, uh, I liked him. He's got everything. He got over the crowd quick, too. He did. They liked him. Great. Um, I think it's Josephus. That's who it looked like. Yeah, that's a good call. We'll see. Um, I'm really curious to see where this goes, or where, I've been checking my email, like, multiple times a day to see when, uh, we get this big news from Billy Corgan. Yes. Because he said that 
these guys. <laughs> it's gonna go out to the fans. Yep. I'm wondering. If I like that either... little thing from him too. This little clip of him thanking all of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, saying he's with us, support growth. Yeah. I, I think it's caught on more than he ever expected it to, honestly. Or maybe just faster than he expected. Well, yeah, it to. faster. Um, maybe they're moving to a bigger studio. That's what either bigger studio. I don't see him touring, but it could even be a TV contract too. I mean, it's already in the studio. The cameras are already there. Right. So maybe it'll be uh, the next set of tapings will be actual like TV tapings, not YouTube tapings. Which would be amazing. Still put them on YouTube though. Yeah. So I can watch them. Right. I mean, they're getting somewhere. enough views to make money off the YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know I was listening to an interview with uh, Dave Lagana, and he said that you know their goal is to be within like a year and a half from launch to be pr- making a profit from YouTube, basically. Nice. Because they're obviously operating in the walls because they just right. launched the show what seven weeks ago. Yeah. And it's a studio show, so that means it was all filmed in the past. Which means they've already had to pay for everything and they're just now starting to make their money back. Right. I was explaining to the Buds. I know you guys. I get it. I don't know how yeah. Buds know how much about right. those kinds of things, but I, that's part yeah. of what I do for a living. Right. So. I totally get how break-even point works. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do for a living. Um, part of what I do. Right. I guess you too. You're an accountant. Well, you have an accounting no, no. degree. I have an accounting degree. I don't do it. I don't use it. <clears throat> I mean, kind of. I have a degree in... Being me. Yeah. Being a dick. Uh, I'm not that much of a dick, speaking though. Of, I know, I know. Speaking but of dicks. Speaking of dicks, Eli Drake comes out. I like um, Eli Drake I a too. lot. I do, too. But he's kind of a dick. He is, but that's what I like about right. him. He's like Seth kind of a dick. Yeah, he's not being a dick to me. Right. <laughs> he's not MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, that But yeah, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mr. Anderson comes out. Which was pretty good too. I actually I like that he whispered and he didn't yell Mr. Anderson yeah. as this his you know, what he built his whole career around was yelling his name. His whole gimmick. Didn't they used to drop a mic from the ceiling for him to do that in WWE? Yeah. Right. I mean that was his whole fucking gimmick was right. him saying his name. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. Right. What That's is so like it's crazy though, because whoever who else got over just by saying their name? Nobody. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of, I can't think of another guy that just said their name and got over Mm -hmm. saying just their name. Mm -hmm. No, me either. But that was his whole fucking gimmick was he said his name really well. Yes. (laughs) Regardless of what his name is, whether it's Kennedy or Anderson. I I personally prefer Anderson. Really? That's my grandparents' last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. I prefer Kennedy because greatest president of all time. Second. Second, yeah. Batang. Right. Abe Lincoln. Right. Dot. Um, Nick Aldis cut a promo also. Yeah. Every time he talks, he makes that belt seem more and more prestigious. Just, yeah. Even the way he holds it and mm-hmm. respects it as he's holding it. He's not flinging it around. He's not letting right. it smack. He's keeping it nice and tight. He's holding it like a running back with a football so it doesn't fumble. Like, right, yeah. I love it. Nick Ald is, is like, I don't want to see anybody take the belt from him because nobody else is going to make mm-hmm. it seem as important as it seems within on him. He can hold right. that belt for another couple years at this point. Yeah. 
until the roster grows with future tapings and shit, because I imagine we're going to see new wrestlers at the next yeah, tapings. Because I'm pretty so. sure there's people they've advertised we haven't seen yet. I can't think of who now, though. Right. Not the question mark. Actually, the rock and roll and the question mark might have been the last two we were still waiting on from the original. So, I'm Whatever. But, um, then our main event was... Main event. For the NWA World Tag Team Tag Champions. Championships of the World. Wild Cards versus Outlaw Inc. Good match. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wild Cards, Wild cards retained. Yes, so. they did. <coughs> that was a real thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I also missed it, but we did get that other Tony Falk. Yes. Thing. We did and get that, another commercial. That was great. Yep. So. Not as good as the Waffles and Tire Irons, but it was no. still good. Mm-hmm. So, Impact. Uh, BJ didn't watch this week. Uh, I watched Gargoyles instead. And it wasn't... Which is really good. Yeah, it wasn't a super great episode. It was one of my least favorite episodes in the year or so I've been watching, though. Mm-hmm. There's a few that were worse. But um, we did have a pretty fun X1 or X Division number one contender match between Trey Miguel, uh, Rohit Raju, Aiden Prince... Brent Banks, Willie Mack, and Petey Williams. Um, this was exactly what you expect for a six-way match for an X-Division championship. People yeah. flip, people flop, frog splashes, 540s, off the aprons, off the ropes, springboards, mm. flying stomps, Canadian destroyers, all kinds of shit. But in the end, Trace... Uh, Trace... Trace Wu, yeah. Trace Wu. Trey Miguel... Broke out the most dangerous move in professional wrestling, the roll-up to Petey for the win. Trey Miguel's the new X1 contender, so he'll go up against Austin Ace. Yeah. Um, um, I think it was... Did, were you texting me about Petey Williams' Canadian Destroyer? Or were we talking we about We talked that? about it last time. Oh, okay, yeah. I just like seeing Petey Williams. He's good. He's really mm-hmm. good. I was actually cheering for him most of the match, but then they cut to a random woman in the audience. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being Trey's mom. So I knew Trey was winning the match from that point on. But Austin Ace, yeah, Ace, was on commentary. And, you know, he's got this whole, like, playboy kind of into milfs gimmick thing. And so when he saw that was his mom, he's all like, oh, where's she at? Where's she sitting at? Where's that at? And then there was, like, on and off parts where they showed her a couple more times and he commented Mm -hmm. on his mom, and it was great. So I'm actually curious to see if that's going to play into the story leading into their match for whenever that happens. That sounds interesting. But Austin did say he's going to have to try and make a pass at her in the future, so I thought that was kind of cool. They also announced that next week will be a five-person elimination challenge, which is a gauntlet match. To become the number one contender against Impact World Champion Sammy Callahan. Okay. The competitors are Michael Elgin, yeah. Rich Swan, because yeah. he did just pick up a win over mm-hmm. or a pin over Callahan last week. Right. Moose, okay. Daga, uh-huh. and Tessa Blanchard. Okay. And um, after the fact, I heard that, and I don't know if it's confirmed or not because it was a rumor the last I saw, but they were adding Cage to the match as well, and it's going to be a six oh, way. Okay. Um, um, so. This is like Michael Elgin's dream match. Yes. Yeah. Gets to beat a woman. Yep. Just saying. Good call. I thought you were going to say something about how much you want Tessa Blanchard to win. or I do. I, You know, I, I... But not yet. I think it needs to be a little bit. I think she needs to be screwed over a couple times. Callahan needs to... I would like to see... I would like to see Daga take the win here myself. But I could see him giving it back to Cage and setting that back up again. Yeah. 
Swan does have a, a victory over Sammy Callahan last week, so maybe that. Yeah. Um, interview with Rich Swan. I don't remember anything about it. That's what the note says. Interview with Rich yeah. Swan. Uh, interview with Michael Elgin. I left the room. Yep. Good call. Uh, by the time I came back, Madison Rain was uh, picking up a win with uh, over uh, Lexa Nicole, who I'm not, uh, not a big fan of either of them personally. Mm. Rain's all right. I do like that cross ring twisting cutter thing she does, but she had to do like three of them to win the match. So that was kind of stupid. Oh, uh, then we go backstage to Johnny Swinger taking a dump in a piece of luggage because he thought it was Petey Williams' bag. Oh, Jesus. And Petey shows up and he's all laughing and shit and Petey grabs his bag, which is not the one that Johnny Swinger shit in. And he's like, oh, don't forget your other bag. And Petey's like, that's, that's not my bag and walks away and Kim Shamrock comes over and picks the bag up and is like, whoa, oh, dude, whoa, oh, God, dude, the smell, oh, dude, you need to take a shower, man, oh, my God, dude, you need to take a shower, I'm getting out of here, you stink, man, go take a shower, and he grabs his bag and goes, and Johnny's kind of like, oh, fuck, <laughs> and there's more on that, too, later on, uh, and then RVD was in a hot tub with Katie Forbes jiggling her ass all over yeah. the place and rubbing all, rubbing all over RVD. And basically they said that RVD will be back next week. So, yeah. and he said, you think I've changed? No, I think you've changed or something like that. Um, I love this RVD. I just have to say, mm. I love it. Like Me too. I do too. The cocky. He's very cocky. And, and getting to see Katie every week is pretty And nice I'm pretty too. sure there was a bottle or two of the bubbly there. So, mm-hmm. um, Actually, I will say a really solid match between Daga and Jake Chris. Daga picked up the win. Nice. Um, Sammy Callahan, Man Man Fulton defeated Rich Swan and Tessa Blanchard. All right, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Cage came down and ran out. Excuse me, at the end of the match for the save because um, Sammy used the belt on Swan to pick up the victory and get his pin back. Uh, and then him and Fulton were beating him up after the match, just, just continued to beat down on Tessa, and that's when Cage came out for the save. And then they did an interview where he said he's not done with OVE or the belt. He's going to be uh, all there. It, it was said they would be officially added. Okay. So there he goes. I guess I missed that. I wrote it down, though. He's officially added. Uh, Johnny Swinger bragged to some doofballs. I don't know who the fuck these guys were backstage about taking a shit in his bag. And they're like, why the fuck would you do that? And he was like, it's a rib. Like in the old school days, man. They used to shit in each other's bags all the time. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's a fucking felony. Um, Jordan Grace confronted Taya Valkyrie backstage. Mm. And, like, this segment is worth going out of your way to watch. Because Johnny Bravo's fucking amazing. Okay. I am a big fan of him. Nice. Um, he's Currently, he's got this, like, stuffed dog that he pretends like it's real half the time. And it's just fantastic. But this was a really entertaining backstage segment between Taya, Jordan, and Johnny Bravo. Nice. Um, then Moose was playing tennis. I left the room. Um... I came back and I'm, and just missed Jessica Havoc squashing some chick whose name was Crystal Moon. Nice. Um, and then my favorite match of Impact and the main event, the World Impact Tag Team Championships, the North versus Eddie Edwards and Mara Fuji. Mara, Mara Fuji. Mara Fuji. Mara Fuji. And um, 
Goddamn a back-and-forth match. Fantastic, but Josh Alexander showing what a badass he was. Picked it up with a pin off this, like, double face plant slam into a fireman's carry spinebuster nice. combination deal. What the fuck ever. It was cool. I don't know what they called it. I missed the name of it. Uh, yeah, it was a decent episode. Not most of it worth going out of your way, but Johnny Swinger shitting into somebody's bag was like one of the most fucked up things I've seen in wrestling in a long time, yeah. man. Like, that is kind of weird. Right. So I'm curious. To, obviously, I'm assuming they're setting up something with Swinger right. and Shamrock, so it seems like Shamrock's going to stick around for a little while. Yeah. I wish the Joey Ryan stuff would have continued, but... I felt like they could have did more with it. They might still do something with it. I mean, Joey Ryan wasn't even on this week's episode, so nothing's continuing with him. Maybe he hurt his ankle when Shamrock got in the ankle lock. Maybe he sprained his dick. Maybe. Uh, There was no dark this week Mm -hmm. because it came off a pay-per-view, so that takes us right into Dynamite. Wednesday night, Dynamite. Mm -hmm. This was my favorite show this week. I actually enjoyed Dynamite. this was so good. I enjoyed Dynamite more than NWA for the first time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this was... And I saw they had enough taken viewers, too. Yeah. Uh, not much, but enough. They're called closing back in on that million mark. Yes. So, uh, we did start off with John Moxley versus Michael Naka. Naka. Nakazawa. This was, yeah, pretty much handily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Quick match. Probably... A minute, Actually, if that it started with a doctor examining Kenny Omega backstage. Yeah, that's true. And saying, "Hey, sorry, but you're not cleared. Rest up for a couple this more was, days, though, mm. and you'll be right back." And he's like, "No, I understand. It's fine. It's fine." And he starts to walk away, and he stops and goes back to the doctor and goes, "Just how'd Moxley do? How, how's Moxley doing?" He's like, "Oh well, he's pretty beat up and pretty bruised." And he's like, "Okay, yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, he, but he's cleared." And he's yeah. just kind of like, "Oh, you can see like." It's like that episode uh-huh. um, when Bart has the video of Lisa and Ralph on Rewind. She's like, you can see the exact moment his heart breaks. Click, 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 right there. And it was like that. You can yeah. see when Omega's heart breaks when he finds out that Moxley was cleared. That mm-hmm. was like one of the best fucking ways I've seen a wrestling show open in so fucking yeah. long. Like, that was awesome. That was really good. I forget, yeah. I forgot that was before that. I couldn't because that was, was too so... good. And then Moxley immediately comes into the ring mm-hmm. just to point the, like, it made him seem even more of a badass because, like, he's right. fucking, his back's ripped up from the barbed wires and he's still got a black, black fucking eye. And then mm-hmm. Moxley comes out and looks fine. He doesn't even look like he's bruised or cut or anything. Right. It was uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, and then he cut a promo after the, after he kicked the shit out of Nakazawa and... Just basically saying, laying an open challenge to anyone in the back yeah. that thinks he they can kick his ass, and it'll get answered here in a little bit. Yep, let's put that on but, hold for now. Yeah. But first, we get uh, <laughs> the Dark Order versus Jurassic Express, which is just Marco Stunt and I didn't watch most of the match. Okay, yeah, I was on was... Reddit for most of this match. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about Dark Order, yeah. and I don't care about Marco yeah. Stunt. But so... the afterwards, was... yes. Pretty good yes. because all the gimps dark... were beaten down on Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy, mm. and then Marco Stunt. Well, then they they were like offering Marco Stunt a their mask, yeah. the gimp mask, instead of uh, his, his dinosaur, dinosaur mask. And out comes the dinosaur himself, Luchasaurus. He's back. I popped for this. I did too. And the way he just uh, some of those gimps were coming after me. Just stomped them into the ground, like it's so fucking fantastic. 
came out, beat the shit out of him. I like Luchasaurus. Gave back uh, Marco Stunt his dinosaur mask, mm-hmm. and Luchasaurus must pose. So and they did, and they did. Good and times were great. This, and this crowd was all night. Yeah, just, this made just it, this fire. made it worth the fact that the match was on, anyways. Because like mm-hmm. I still don't get two shits about the fucking Dark Order. No, I, I just don't. I it, this made me care a little bit. Um. Just like the ending, trying to somebody get Marco's stunt. That to I did like. Up. That I did like. It's the first thing that they've done that gave them any character whatsoever. Right. I just, I really wish that even the announcers would just tell us something about these fucking guys, other yeah. than their names. Like, yeah, what's with the something. fucking gimps? Yeah, I don't understand. Why? Why yeah. is the one guy like? If they're a tag team, but obviously the evil Uno is like the leader of the whole deal. Right. So. Because even at the end when Luchasaurus came in, he sent Grayson to attack and he rolled right out of the fucking ring. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. They used to go by the Super Smash Brothers in the indies. Mm-hmm. And obviously they can't use that in AEW. Yeah. So they were a video game gimmick before they were gimps. Okay. I guess. Fair enough. I assume they were called Super Smash Brothers and they meant it after the video game. It's right. I, I guess. I don't know. That's the way I've understood it anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I don't like the Dark Order. How about that? There we go. Um, triple Threat match. Darby Allen versus Sean Spears versus Peter Avalon. I'm going to be honest. I thought this was going to not be so great. And it ended up being fucking awesome. This was amazing. Yeah, this was great because a few minutes into it, Janela comes out. Fucking hair looking majestic as fuck with the uh, braids and shit, which was dope. My and favorite. He came out. I'll oh. beat the shit out of Strong Spears. Yes, and that pretty much eliminated Spears from the match at that mm-hmm. point because he was yeah. too busy dealing with that. No, my favorite was the very beginning of the match. Immediately, it was kind of Spears and Allen, like you know, come on, mm-hmm. come on, come on, kind of eyeballing each other and like ignoring Avalon. And I see him go out of the ropes, and I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, Avalon's yeah. smart. He's getting out of the ring, and then the camera shifts, and he's on the top rope, and he tried to get both of them, and they just step out of the way, and he just smashes into the uh-huh. canvas. That was a great start to that match. Um. I think through this whole process of AEW, I'm going to end up being a bigger fan of the flippy shit because they do it so much. Mm -hmm. I've just kind of come to accept that it's going to be done that much. And now it doesn't seem to bother me as much as it was in the first couple of weeks. I still can't stand everybody fucking standing around waiting for someone to flip. That drives me insane. Because it takes me out of the match every fucking time. Because no real fight would you just stand around and wait for a dude to fucking jump on you. Unless you're fucking stupid and don't know how to fight. I don't know how to fight. And I've got more common sense than to fucking just stand there and wait for someone to jump on me. At the very least, I'll run away. Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But then, so we were left with... Peter Avalon and Darby Allen, and obviously Darby picks up the win. I love that coffin drop as a oh, finisher. It's, so it's mm-hmm. like it's almost not realistic because he's so small, but somehow mm-hmm. he makes it look like he's just driving it in. And it's fucking mm-hmm. dope. Probably also helps that he's jumping more than three quarters away across the ring because he always seems to choose the turnbuckle farthest from his opponent yeah. to do this move. Right, and it's, so yeah, it's like a. Trust fall and but he just jams him and he jumps yeah ten feet to fucking get there. That's I like what to think this week with him with when he first climbed up there. I'm like, dude, that's too far away. Right, <laughs> like that's my first thought. Yeah, I was like that's way too far away. I mean, this one was insane. He was yeah. so fucking far away from the guy. 
I still think, still watching him, I think he needs to slow down about half He does. Step. He still does. He's still but, too fast. He sells, and then he's just gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, sell. Yeah. Take your time. Right. If you think you're going too fast, slow down. Right. If you think you're going too slow, you should probably still slow down. Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But then he just picks up the mic after the match. Moxley, I accept. I accept. Yeah, that was, and that was it. And that's how it should be. He just right. kept it nice and simple. Just said, and there was a nice pause, a dramatic pause between Moxley and you thought he was going to go full blow around him. And then he just goes, I accept. Yeah. Mic drop, gone. Perfect. Next week, we're going to get Moxley versus Darby Allen. And I, um, I like the riding the skateboard down the ramp to the ring. I don't okay. think we've actually talked about that, except the one time he jumped when off he and hit Jericho. Jericho yeah. But he's been doing entrance. that for his match on his entrance, and mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of him bringing the skateboard down. I'm doing What the fuck's the word that he had spray painted on it? It wasn't a real word that I'm aware of, yeah. I think, this week. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know if it was like an acronym for I something. Didn't pay attention. Or... I, didn't pay I can't remember attention. what it was, so oh well. Um... But that was a that was a good match. I was I had a I um thought I had something else. I'm trying to remember yeah. what it was, but I guess we'll move on because we can't talk about this yeah. match. But I mean, for me, because I even texted you this, I was like 45 minutes in, and I already have a reason to watch next week. Yeah, Raw has three hours, and usually doesn't even give me a reason in those three hours. And in 45 minutes, I I got I want to see this match. Week. Right. These are the two craziest guys right now in the company. Mm-hmm. I got to see them. And it's going to be... A, exactly. When Moxley won, he took the mic and he's like, does this one count? I thought that was great, too. <laughs> was we really forgot good. about that. Yeah. Um, There's just so much... The little things. Like, that's what Dynamite's really starting to nail now. Mm-hmm. Is the little things. That's what sells it. That's what makes it feel like it's more than just a wrestling show. It makes yeah. it seem real. Or these right. little things they're doing. Mm-hmm. The fucking... Sammy Guevara line that Jericho's the youngest champion in AEW history. Like, you know why I like that? It's because I truly believe that was Sammy Guevara. Jericho was like, just say something about me, something good about me. And that's what Guevara thought of. It was fucking great. It also helps as a heel that he's got one of those faces you just kind of want to smack when mm-hmm. you see him. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of him, especially him and Jericho together. Yeah. Uh, what was it, like? Play sexy or something. They they got their own tag team name this week. Oh, did they? Yeah, someone posted it on Twitter. I, I didn't remember. catch it, but still, I uh, yeah, I like those two together. Mm-hmm. I think they're excellent. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. Right. Um, Nyla Rose faced Danny Jordan. Yeah, quick, quick uh, squash match. Daryl Guns likes mm-hmm. Danny Jordan. Yeah. Um. And then after the match, Allie is getting interviewed by Tony Schiavone. This was cool. Saying that, uh, you know, she's got showed what she can do on Dark. She's here to show what she can do on Dynamite. And, uh... Lights out. Lights out. Awesome calling music. There are hits. over 8,000 ways to die. Yeah, I do love that. That's Me too. Like That's a, a great way to start it. Mm. This is one. Yeah. And then she comes out and Again, does the cuts her hair. her and cuts her hair off. And I always like how Brandy's nice about it because she lifts up their hair and gets it like from the, the bottom. The very back so you bottom can't underneath. See it. Yep. Yeah, she's kind of... She's a real woman. She gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like this. I like to see where it's going with this whole collecting hair. Me too. There's got to be something to it more yeah. than 
obviously just doing it. Like, I wonder what it's going to lead to. But we had the creepy promos leading up to it as well. Yeah. And yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, Chris Jericho came out uh, bragging about his victory over Cody. Um, and then MJF comes out, and these two had one of the best fucking interactions. In a long time. Um, yeah. This was like on Austin Rock levels. Do you want to be in the inner circle? You want me to be in the inner circle? Do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you want me to be in the inner circle? Like, I feel like you want me in the inner circle. Yeah, it was so well done. Like, and then it ended with him like, "You want who's an asshole? Let me tell you who's an asshole. You let's say it. We'll say it. I'll say it. Cody Rhodes." Yeah, but it seems like mm-hmm. instead of being with the inner circle, MJF is going to team mm-hmm. up with the debut of the guy that came out right then and there. Yeah, Wardlow. Well, yeah, because Cody came down to beat. Yes. Beat them up, and then yeah, Wardlow, Wardlow came Wardlow to the came. rescue. His tie is the same design as MJF's scarf. Oh, okay. That's how I recognized immediately he was there with MJF. I was like, okay, he's not joining the inner circle. He's going to be with this big motherfucker. That's dope. Which means eventually we might get to see this big Wardlow dude take on Jake Hager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember seeing Wardlow. Um, I read into it at All Out. They had a promo video for him. Yes, yep. Which I don't know if I just... They didn't show it to us, or I didn't pay attention, or what, but... Maybe you went to smoke a cigarette? Maybe I went to smoke. I remember I don't remember. I do. It was just kind of like Wardlow's coming, and I'm like, okay, who's that? And then he never showed up at all out, and I forgot about him until he showed up again. But they've done one or two on TV, I think. Or maybe he's on YouTube. Yeah. I I don't know. Either way, yeah. Wardlow's here. Mm Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. He's a... He's... He's a big motherfucker, and AEW doesn't have a lot of dudes that are big. Right. They don't have a lot of six foot five guys on their roster. They got smaller. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but they've got a smaller roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Jake Hager. He's one of the bigger guys. Jericho's one of the bigger guys, as crazy as that is. Yeah. Jericho's like just like a fucking like just. I don't even know. He's like a barrel. Yeah. Like it's a, crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. Right. I know because well we'll get to it but my match. One of my matches this week includes Chris, uh, Young Chris Jericho. Nice. And it, yeah. It's so different than today, today, right? Um, yeah. But moving right along. Mm-hmm. Uh, rematch. Pack versus Hangman Page. Fucking 50-50 booking. Yeah. Uh, no, but Pack gets the win. Um, After Page just won a full year. Still, right. But it was still a really good match. It was a good match. Um, even I saw on Twitter this week, Raven said, yes. like, I watched my first episode AEW and, like, packs where it's at. Yep. Like, if you want to, if you want to know what it's, if you want to <coughs> know what it's like to be a real wrestler and not just do moves, Pac's the guy to watch is mm-hmm. what he said. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Because that's the thing with Pac. Like, Pac he does it. the... He does the high flying stuff, but it's still methodical. It makes it makes sense. and it makes it means something every time right. he does a high risk move. It's not just because he can flip, right? Um, but I still want. I do. I'm still curious where this goes because of Hangman saying, "I don't know what I would have done if I would have lost this match to Pack after Full Gear," and then he loses, and then he loses here. Right? Like, what's where's his mind gonna go? Um, yeah. Maybe him and Omega are going to go crazy together. They might. And got to remember, end of November, someone's contract's up, so... 
I know. I'm excited. Right. I'm so stoked. I know. We're about to get the villain back. Um, like, if he signs anywhere else, I'm going to be so disappointed. I doubt he signs anywhere I mean, else. I doubt he does it, too. But you know WWE's going to throw him money. And they would put him right on top of NXT. Mm-hmm. But... He'd be right up there with Cole and Riddle. and Yeah. It's like they're trying to put Killian Gain in that picture, too, now. Yeah. So, but we'll see. I hope he comes to AEW, though. Me, too. He's where he belongs, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Ortiz and Santana brawled with the Young Bucks again. Yeah, Um, beat the shit out of them again. Everywhere, backstage and... All the way out to the Not room. in the bathroom, though. Or all the way out to the stage. No, they did at one <laughs> point. And actually, I'm glad you brought this up. I really wanted to talk about this. This is the best use of Orange Cassidy they've ever done. It wasn't right. just like he's in the ring or he just jumps off the thing. Like yeah. That's how you put comedy in with the realism of something. Mm-hmm. And the way he just went over and closed the door and then went back to beating up on the Young Buck. Was, uh-huh. I can't remember if it was Matt or Nick, but yeah. it was just fantastic. I liked how he, yeah, he was just hanging out He's just standing too. in the bathroom yeah. with his hands in his pockets as, right. you know, oranges want to do. Yeah. He probably pisses with his hands in his pockets. He takes probably. them out to undo it and then he's just like... Right. Pushes... He, instead of pulling it through his zipper, he pushes it through. Seems like that would take some skill. That would. One thought. Right. It's Orange Cassidy, though. He's got the skills to pay the bills. True. To piss. True. He's got the skills to piss. <laughs> um, main event time. Yeah. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Frank Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. This was fantastic. So good. Um, yeah, great match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little pose from... Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Yes. That was... That was fantastic. One of my favorite pictures, like, ever. So good. Um, And fucking Scorpio Sky pinned Chris Jericho. To give him his first loss since AEW started. Right. Jericho was undefeated in every kind of match until this. Yeah. And... Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I would be totally cool with Scorpio Sky as AEW champion at some point. Oh, yeah. Not right now, because story's not there for it. But Scorpio Sky has been one of the, if not the best consistent in-ring guy since AEW started. Mm -hmm. Like, every match he's in is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, I was not, like, like when we went to All In, mm -hmm. I was not a big, like, I didn't know a lot about uh, STU outside of Christopher Daniels, because he's had such a long career with TNA and wrestling, you know, with, like, AJ and... A bunch of other guys yeah. I already know. Like I, so. Yeah, I knew them all. Well, I knew him and Kaz. And I knew Kaz a little bit individually. Yeah. I didn't really know Scorpio Sky, but he's quickly moved up the ranks as one of my favorite wrestlers active today. Like, I'm I'm a big Scorpio Sky fan. Yeah. He's awesome. No, he's a lot of fun. I'm curious to see where it goes. I just, Me too. It gives, us so, it gives us yet another reason. Is he going to challenge Jericho now? Right. Maybe you thought you were going to be double the champion. Well, I'm going to be double a champion. I'm challenging you, Chris Jericho, for an AEW Championship match. Because I'm the only person to ever pin you in this organization. Fuck yeah, I'm in. Mm. I say that moves him to the top of the AEW power rankings. Oh, yeah. What a good episode of fucking wrestling. Yeah, That was was like... That's what I've been waiting for AEW to be. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think they'd get there this fast. But this was like... 
I can't think of any one thing I didn't like on this episode. It's the first time I've been able to say that about anything they've done, um, including All In and All Out and the pay-per-views. Actually, yeah. Full Gear was pretty fucking awesome beginning oh, yeah. to end, too. Yeah. All In and All Out are different because we were there, and every right. show you're at live is different than watching it on TV. Right. So, um, yeah. Fuck yeah, it was a good episode. No, it was really good because I, rem- I was watching it and I look or the main event started I'm like what the fuck like how did how did an they're gonna give him an hour minutes? oh shit they're only giving right. 20 minutes where the fuck was I at right yep it was you know what else was awesome hmm. fucking NXT yeah this was a really good this really good this is the first episode of NXT I've watched yeah since AW went live okay and I'm so glad I chose this one to jump mm-hmm. back in. I just, wrestling had been so good this week, I needed more. Yeah. No, it was great. I couldn't uh, find the UK available uh, at the time. And we started with uh, NXT Cruiserweight title match, match of the week. Yeah, this was my match of the week, too. Mine, too. Angel yep. Garza versus Leo Rush. I mean, yeah, these two just, I mean, back and forth, up and down, left and right. couple too to many bottom. false finishes for my, for my taste, but that's mm-hmm. really the only bad thing I can say about this match. Yeah, but... I mean, there was the uh, power slam on the outside. Fucking Leo Rush jumped and Garza caught him and fucking hit him. He dove. No, let's. Or, yeah, Garza was on the outside. Right. Rush dove between the top and the middle rope and a tope suicida to right. the outside. And he just caught him in a power right. slam right. right to the fucking ground. So good. It was beautiful. It's yeah. one of the coolest moves I've seen in wrestling in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Imagine if, like, Goldust delivered that. Bam! Yeah. And the only thing that sucked really was the finish. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it just, it was too much. Right. Like, they should have ended it four moves sooner. Right. And the whole foot on the ropes and... Yeah. All that. But, on the positive side, probably it's still another match, match between them. Oh, fuck and, yeah. Which is great. I'm fine with that. Just, I, fuck, it can main event next week and I'm sweet with it. That mm-hmm. match was awesome. Right. Um, it immediately reminded me why I've been such a big NXT fan for so long. I just mm-hmm. got discouraged by the whole WWE system that I didn't even want to deal with NXT. But right. God, I'm so good. I can't not watch it. Yeah. Um, then we cut to outside where... Numerous wrestlers. Tegan Knox and Rhea, Rhea Ripley were laid out. We don't know who did it. Was it Shayna's team? Was it SmackDown women? Was it Raw? Was I know it, who it was. I think it was... Uh, me. We'll get there later. Yeah. Um, we know who it is by the end yeah. of tonight. We got Zia, Zia Lee versus Aaliyah. Um, I, I can't get into Aaliyah. No. Or well, Vanessa Zia, Bourne, yeah. but she doesn't seem to like. But Zia Lee's become more and more impressive the longer right. she's been around. I mean, except she fucked up Aaliyah. She fucked up a couple times, but yeah, she did fuck up Aaliyah. Kicked her right in the fucking face and mm-hmm. had to stop the match for a little bit to mm-hmm. fucking patch her up enough to continue without bleeding everywhere. Right. It was a lot of blood. When you can see blood mm-hmm. in puddles on a fucking black canvas, it's right. a lot of blood. Right. Yeah. But it was still a solid match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's why Zealy's in developmental. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But she's, she's got a lot of fucking charisma for being in a country that she doesn't speak the language very well yet. She has a lot of charisma with the crowd. Yeah. That was very impressive. Her look's different, too. It's unique. There's no other woman on the roster that looks like her. Mm-hmm. And she can do the, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon, jumping pose shit. Right. I don't know what it's fucking called. Uh, but it's cool looking. 
I can't do it. I can't either. Um, I can barely jump. Finn Balor came to the ring. I'm just saying, what the fuck, what the fuck happened to NXT? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like when I left here, it was men, and now it's a bunch of boys. Right. Like Johnny Gargano's a little bitch, like one little kick, and he's out for you know two months or right. whatever, and you know. Then uh, Matt Riddle beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Yep. And he so, ran away. Yeah. So obviously we're gonna get Riddle versus Balor at Takeover instead of Gargano, most likely. Or I don't know if they announced it. Or they not. did. They announced did it they? in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then we got, funny. and then uh, Undisputed Era came out mm-hmm. and started to beat up Matt Riddle. But then, of course, Keith right. Lee and Ciampa came to the rescue. Mm-hmm. And then Finn Balor came back and beat up Matt Riddle, and they fought to the back. Right. And then Dominic Djokovic came out to the rescue. Well, that was not yet. Oh. We had the match between Keith Lee and Roderick Strong. Oh, that's right. That was a good fucking match, too. Yeah, that was really fun. I don't think Roddy Strong can have a bad match, though, because I can't think of a Roddy Strong match I've seen, which is every match he's done in NXT, that I didn't like. I didn't care for his face character when he first came in. Right. But he still was having great matches. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this guy's like a fucking Cesaro of matches, like, or Sami Zayn, where every time he comes out, you know it's going to be good. Right. Um... But yeah, then yeah, they had that match, and then Undisputed Era came. Okay, out. so yeah, that's when then they came back out, beat him up, and then that whole brawl. That happened. whole brawl. So yeah, and then, so it was like a double brawl. So yeah, then shortly after that, they did officially announce Djokovic joined the team. Right. Yeah, he's gonna join the team. And then and later on in the that. night, yeah, well later on in the night, then they it was later. It was like more right. stuff happened, and then they announced that Riddle and Finn Balor was gonna happen, yeah. and that there was gonna be a new partner to replace. Yeah. Riddle, so right. yeah. Um, and May, Marina. Now we have more women backstage laid out. Yes, May, Marina Sh- Schiffer, Schiffer, Jessamine Duke, Jessamine Duke, and Candice LeRae. Yeah, we're all out. Yep. So don't know what's happening. Not yet. And then Isaiah Swerve Scott and Bronson Reed had a match. I skipped. I didn't miss it. Or didn't I, watch yeah, this. I didn't watch this one. I skipped either, it. So I, don't I just caught the end. I don't even remember who won. Swerve. There you go. Whose house? Swerve's house. Martin's house. Yeah. Martin. They shook hands, I guess. Yes, like men. Like men. In the mm-hmm. middle of the ring. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a thing. Pete Dunne took on Killian Dane again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Priest fucked that up. Yes, he did. It didn't even happen. The right. match didn't even start. He attacked Dane on the way down and then him and then brawled. I'm pretty sure they're going to turn this into a triple threat match. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's probably what they'll do. Hopefully it just, if they didn't they'll already. take over next week or something. Yeah. Um, And we got our ladder match for the main event. Me, These two women should not have had a ladder match. Versus Io Shirai. Yeah, it was not the best. Um, but that once there was... Uh, yeah towards the end Kaylee Ray ends up coming out to help EO and knocks uh, the other one mm-hmm. Mia off the top of the ladder through the other and the ladder set up on the outside of the ring that yeah. looked fucking brutal that did look brutal I wish the camera cut would have been better the first time the one she got busted open by a ladder yeah and had to well, they were patching her up. They had to fucking stall the match and make it seem weird. Right. It sucked for a minute, but it, I mean, it happens. It mm-hmm. sucks that people get hurt. Yeah. And then 
My favorite part of the match, though, was that on commentary, they kept referring to the women needing to climb the ladder to get the symbolic briefcase. Mm -hmm. And you know what they used for the symbolic briefcase? A briefcase. A literal briefcase. It was dope. And they said it like 12 times. It's like one of those fucking Vince-isms where Mm -hmm. they just had to keep calling it the symbolical briefcase. And I'm like, no, it's a literal fucking briefcase. You're using the wrong fucking word. (laughs) It was great. Yeah. Um... And then after the match, yeah, uh, hey, well, yeah, uh, who's the third? Oh, Bianca, yeah, was out there too. And EO and Kaylee Ray were posing, and Shayna came out to like clap and And Bailey, hey, we want some Bailey, came out, came out and fucking hit her with, hit her with the belt, right? Yeah, and fucking laid her down, laid her out, and Still ran down. away. Yep. Stood tall and then ran. Mm-hmm. They could have caught her too. Oh yeah, they didn't try. No, but it was good. Yeah, that was that was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah, NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yeah. Didn't watch this either. Me either. Um, Things happened. Yeah. You know, says I listened to a hour long podcast this morning about what happened on SmackDown and it was mm-hmm. so uneventful. I already forgot what happened on SmackDown. Um, I just remember a few things. Baron Corbin came out with Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. And then something about a dog. Yeah, they wanted Roman Reigns to come out, and there was a guy dressed in a dog costume or something. I don't know. Whatever. And Mustafa Ali and Chad Gable ended up facing Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Uh, I did see some clips. Gable's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, Gable's fucking amazing. So fucking good. And they win. Um... Oh, I guess it was for... Shorty G. Apparently it was for... Um, who's going to be on Team SmackDown. Oh, okay. That's what... It, yeah, whoever won that match. They got to be on Team SmackDown. At least they had a reason to be there. Yeah. Um, and then there was a new Firefly Funhouse where... It was just really quick. Basically, um, Bri Wyatt did some magic and turned the belt from red to blue. Because so, it's on SmackDown. Because it's on SmackDown. It does look pretty. I like it better in blue than I do red. Fair enough. Um, I'll look it up later because I didn't know that was a thing. I missed yeah. that. Well, I heard them joking about it, but I didn't realize because I wasn't paying attention for a nerd. So, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Braun came out for oh, yeah. some reason and beat the B team in Drew Gulak Cup. Because they're douches. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He thinks they're douches. Um, and then Sami Zayn was talking to Daniel Bryan. Oh, nice catch. That was close. About something. Uh, oh, so remember that one time they said the automatic rematches were over for titles? <laughs> and then they're totally not. The New Day faced the Revival again this week. Yes. An automatic again. rematch. My um, phone notified me of that. Because so the WWE app was still on my phone. Yeah. So I fixed that. Stupid. It was fucking but stupid. the ending was fun because the Undisputed Era came and beat up both the New Day and the Revival. Okay. So that was pretty dope. And then the rest of the locker room cleared out and chased Undisputed Era away. Um, heavy mach- Then all of a sudden, Heavy Machinery beat some jobbers. Yay! And... They're not even using squash matches properly anymore. No. Uh, Bailey and Sasha... Had an interview. Then Bailey fought Nikki Cross, and all the NXT women showed up. 
So we got Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, and Carmella versus Rhea Ripley, Mia Yim, and Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. I saw a gif of Sasha slapping Rhea. Yeah, I saw... She's going to be yeah. sorry. Those two... Those two could have an amazing match. Agreed. Um, but here's the fucking bullshit. Right. Nikki Cross picked up the win. Yep. Like, why? Because it's Nikki Cross. She On needs, Dakota. She needs it. Right. She needs this win right now. Maybe they're going to push her. So. They're not going to push her. And then we had Ms. TV, which was really fucking dope. Oh. Daniel Bryan was on. Okay. And those, I mean, those two are always great together. Right. But it was really great um, because The Miz went on, like, putting down Daniel Bryan and, like, he does, you know? And then Daniel... So is he then, again? No, but oh. he's just... No, he's still a face, but he's... He's just always addicted He's just always Bryan. addicted to yeah, Daniel Bryan. that's true. It's like his arch nemesis. Yeah. Sisses. Um, but it was great because he, like, he's rambling on and then... He's like, how do you feel about that, Daniel, or something like that? And Daniel's like, Miz, you know what? You might think I'm being quiet because you got me mad, but uh, I just... He's like, I really wasn't paying attention. I just hate Miz TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Stuff. And then Bray Wyatt interfered, or came up on the screen, and we're going to have a universal title match. Okay. But it was really good, because, too, because With Daniel Bray... With Ryan? Yeah, Daniel okay. Ryan. Um, Sweet. But... There was a point where uh, he, Bray Wyatt was just like staring and saying, you know, yeah, I want to, I want you, da- want to fight you, Daniel Bryan, because you know what you did, and talking about when he betrayed the Wyatt family. And right. I like how the Fiend's going through like all the people that have wronged all him the in big, the past. All the big stories he was part of right. that got him, he's now coming after. And I really think like. Him retiring the Undertaker at WrestleMania would be the perfect payoff. Honestly. Be a good way to fix what they did at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Repair that damage from that horseshit. Um, yeah. If they let it happen. Right. Oh, and yeah. there was also a thing where uh, Daniel Bryan didn't want the match at first. Okay. And they did. Bray Wyatt went yes, and Daniel Bryan went no. And then Ramblin' Rabbit went yes, and Daniel Bryan went no. Nice. Or no, Abby the Witch went. Okay. And then Mercy, and then Ramblin' yeah, Rabbit. And it That's kind of cool. I might have to look that up, because yeah. I do like Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He's a genius. It's the only thing that I care about on, on SmackDown. On SmackDown? Yeah, same here. It's the only thing I look for is if there's a new Firefly Funhouse. Right. Now it's SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yep. Buds. That was this week in wrestling. Yeah. Number eight, Buddy Rogers. Mm-hmm. Mine was in the 60s. I don't... Um, I'm a 61. I think mine was later than that, like 63 or 6, so I'll let you go first. Mine was Buddy Rogers versus Haystacks Calhoun. Hmm. Um, I, mean, I almost watched that one. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was surprisingly, like, it had to have been remastered because it was at surprisingly good quality. Oh, cool. Um, How was the match itself? It was a match. Uh, I mean, it was a 60s match. It was slow. It was boring. When I was five minutes in and two minutes into a headlock, yeah, um, the haystacks did get busted open, and I'll be honest, I don't know who won it. I fell asleep. Oh, okay. Uh, I literally, like, that's how boring it was. I fell asleep. I just, it was, 
Because, yeah, not only was it an old-school 60s match, it was a Haystacks Calhoun, which obviously he can't do much. Right. Um, That's why I didn't watch it. Yeah. There was a couple good good moments um, towards the beginning because he had... Haystacks had um, Buddy Rogers in a headlock, and he went to do, like, the throw him off to have him run the ropes. Okay. And then Haystacks, like, just tightened it up and held him. Nice. That's not the best part, though. The uh, announcer uh, started laughing when it happened. Nice. That was the best That's part. Awesome. It was just like this little chuckle, like, oh, you can't get away from him. <laughs> like, it was really good. That's awesome, because you um, know that's a real reaction, which is fantastic. Right? Yeah. That's what WWE misses, is real mm-hmm. reactions. You don't and there it was, Except uh, for Maru. Yeah. There was another, like how JR and, or like Cornette always has those weird, like euphemism yeah. type things. Yeah. There was a couple of those in there. I can't remember. All. One was something about a wet rope or something. Okay. Um, and, yeah. Stepping that was really gum good. On a co- or cum on a gold tooth. Yeah. That's that. one of Jim Cornette's. Um, but obviously, I mean, gets me every fucking time. Right. And, like, I hate to do this because I know Buddy Rogers is... I mean, wrestling wouldn't be right. where he is. But he's not better than Dusty Rhodes. No, he's not. And, yeah. So... All right. Yeah. So that's the end. <laughs> I watched uh, Buddy Rogers take on Bobo Brazil. Mm-hmm. And 60s wrestling so fucking hard to watch. Right. Uh, I couldn't pay. I tried. I couldn't. I watched it. I I know. I do know Buddy Rogers won by count out. I got that. But yeah. this was bad. Like, yeah. I can't watch. And the quality was horrible, so that didn't okay. help. Like, I couldn't even hear the announcers. Oh, it was that bad. Yeah, see, mine had really good quality, which was... So, fuck that. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. He's last. Like yeah, he's no he Dusty Rhodes. I don't even know who I have last. I don't think it's Dusty. You have Sting. He's no Sting. Yeah. God no. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. No. Wow. Like. Yeah, he's definitely no fucking Sting. No. Man, it's not my thing. I can't do right. '60s wrestling. It's this too fucking forget. old school. Yeah. We have too short of attention spans in right? 2019. Right. Like, it's so, this yeah. This was almost 60 years ago. Right. I don't like committing to a 30-minute video on YouTube. Right. It's hard to. I do, but it's hard. Yeah. Uh, news and rumors? Yeah. All right. Um, there will be a match at TLC between Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. Okay. It's going to be a dog color match. Yep. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Yep. Um, they also made a note that there's a plan in place for Shinsuke Nakamura to lose the title at uh, one point in time, mm-hmm. but apparently have also changed their mind, and that's no longer happening. Yeah. So, uh, they also noted the WrestleMania 36 tickets are selling very well, but there are still a lot of seats left because you know it's WrestleMania, so there's a lot of seats total. Um, the next NXT UK Takeover event's probably happening in January in Blackpool. So that should be mm-hmm. cool. The uh, UK takeovers have been really good so far. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, and William Regal will be home. So. Yeah, yeah, that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some rumors that Pentagon and Phoenix are probably going to be rode off of AEW for five or six weeks or so because they're going to be back as regulars in AAA. Uh, that makes sense. About four or five weeks from now whenever they do their okay. next set. So... Maybe a storyline to knock them off TV through some kind of fake injury or something. So there's those that's to look forward to. Nice. And that's all I got because nice. I was so fucking busy this week. 
Well, you didn't have the biggest news of the week. I also, uh, oh yeah, I did have that, but I didn't. That's good. Oh, too late. Yeah. Uh, fucking Jericho. Or, yeah, Jericho. Jericho. CM Punk. Fucking Jericho. The other best in the world, CM Punk. Right. Showed up, and he is going to be on, what's the fucking the name FS1 show? The FS1 show. FX1 show. Rush Backstage or something? At 11 o'clock at night. Right, yeah. yeah. I'll watch clips, because I can't stay up I that late. I haven't even watched clips of um, I don't care. Yeah, I've seen a couple, but it's I'm cool curious to see what he does on there. Um, he He's said that he... Is not gonna pull any punches. Like I believe him. He's gonna call it as it is. I, I can't him. wait till he comments he, on Bobby Lashley and Oh my god. Rusev and Long. It's gonna be so good. He's gonna be speechless. Um but no, it, I I'm just I don't care if he wrestles. I like seeing CM Punk on my TV. Agreed. He's an entertaining person. He I'm is. glad to see him back on TV. Like that's He was the best part of Starcast three. Oh yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Without question. Yeah. What else you got for us for news and rumors, um, BJ? Right. Anything good? Oh probably. Or not. Maybe not. Um let's see if I have any I only crossed stuff. a couple things off your did that. Uh fucking dark oh. color match is so stupid. Great. <laughs> um Netflix. It announced this week that uh, they're going to start, they're, they're going to re- start remaking a bunch of old Nickelodeon shows for yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Um, Xavier Woods is pushing for them to remake Nick, Nick Arcade, Arcade I did see and that. to be the host, which would be, I mean, that'd be so fucking perfect. Yes, it would. He's so entertaining. He'd be perfect. I mean, he'd be amazing in that spot. He's entertaining, but like, he's also kid-friendly oh, entertainment, yeah. right. so that's entertaining to adults as well, so right. it works out well. Yeah, I'd watch it. Because honestly, yeah, Big E's it. the most risque of the three of them, mm-hmm. and he's probably the least. Right. He's probably the most tone of all three of the New Day. What else we got for news and rumors uh, for the buds? Apparently, WWE might be actually releasing people here soon. What? Yeah, they. Uh, Anybody good? It, there's no Probably names, not. but it's just talents that they think that wouldn't sign with AEW or wouldn't help AEW if they did. Mark Canellas, Mike Canellas. Like I didn't even get his name right. I mean, like a Heath Slater, like a B team probably. Go go know. go. Curtis Axel could be something in AEW if they played him right, but... He could have been something in WWE if they would have gave him a chance. Mm-hmm. They just shoved an Intercontinental Championship on him too fast and thought just that and Paul Heyman would make him overnight, and right. that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, Meltzer had some star ratings this week for... Just matches. Matches. That that's not the right one. Oh. So I don't know that was last week. That was last I week. I thought I had it. Um, but he gave both... There they are. Uh, he gave both main events of <clears throat> Full Gear a 4.5. Nice. Um, and he gave Pack and Hangman from Dynamite a 4.25. Nice. So That's good. Yeah. Uh, lowest rated match was Baker and Priestley at 1.75. Everything else was plus 4 except for Janelle and Spears. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Right. I agree. I, mean, I said yeah. it was a good fucking week in wrestling. Right. Um, and then, let's see. Apparently, there, or was that last week? That was last week's. God damn it. 
don't think I have that much. Okay. Oh. Um, it was a slow week. I know. Oh, Jordan Miles, ACH. Yes. Is no longer with WWE. There's more shit going on there. Yeah, I've heard both um, that he quit and that he's been fired, yeah. so I don't fucking know. Right. And AEW is already pretty much like they're not touching him, so he'll end up back on the indies for a while. I've heard that this is how he is. Mm-hmm. That this is kind of his deal. Yeah. He's a whiny bitch, basically. Yeah, him and Austin. I don't know if it's true or not, yeah, but... Him and Austin, yeah, you should just run off somewhere. Right, I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, what the fuck happened to him? Oh, nobody yeah. wanted to mess with the whiny bitch yeah, anymore. Exactly. Because I saw him on something. And, and sucks, too, because what a good in-ring performer, oh, yeah, man. great wrestler. Just Austin Aries was excellent in ring, but yeah, he's mm-hmm. just a douche that thought he should never lose. Yeah. I guess. Um, I don't know him personally. So we already kind of touched on Marty Skrull's uh, contract being up on, at the end of this month. Yeah, Marty, um, Marty, Marty. But along with him, uh, Brody King, Jeff Cobb, and Bandito's contracts are also up. Um, rumor is Jeff Cobb's probably going to just head to New Japan uh, and work there more. I don't blame him. Um, Brody, don't know. And Bandito looks like he'll most likely end up in NXT. So, we'll see. I think of those three, I think Jeff Cobb would be the best for AEW just because Mm -hmm. he's got a big guy that they need more big guys. Right, that's true. And, uh... And he's a good big guy who can move and do power shit and suplexes and... Yeah. Like, that's what I want more of. I want more suplexes and body slams and shit mm. like that. There's not enough of that. Yeah. Um, the Brain Buster used to be a finisher. Yeah. Right? Um, and the last thing I got is... So, basically... Oh, wow. We're going to be short today. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, the... Women's match in Saudi Arabia obviously did nothing because they declared that homosexuality, feminism, and atheism are all going to be forms of extremism and, like, punishable. Yep. Um, Fuck them. Yeah. That's all. I'm just saying. It did nothing. Fuck them. So, I saved that, but, yeah. Yeah, Fuck fuck them. Trivia! Yeah, Darren's got some special episode 100 trivia. Episode 100 trivia! I figured we'd go back to where it all began and we're going to talk about... Okay, I'm going to throw it in there, but we're going to talk about WWWF, WWF, WWE. Okay. Wins, win percentages. Okay. We say wins and losses don't matter in the WWE. Has that always been true? Let's find out. Mm -hmm. Who, BJ? Mm Mm-hmm. Has the best win percentage in the history of the WWEF, You get it. Win percentage? Yes, percentage wins. Is this with a certain amount of matches? No, we'll get to those. Okay. Those are other questions for the future. I I have a hint for you if you would like a hint. Can I have a decade? (laughs) I will give you a decade. Okay. This one. This one? Yes. Okay. The current decade. Is it... And who say wins and losses don't matter. Right. Is it Roman Reigns? No. No? John Cena? No. Paul Bear? No. <laughs> no, unfortunately not, man. Not this uh, decade. I don't know. Do you want the Randy hint Orton? I was going to give you to help you? Sure. It's a woman. Okay. Uh, Charlotte. Becky. Sasha. Bailey. Oh, Shayna. No. 
I don't know. Jesus, Oscar. Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah. Oh, I did see that earlier. Ninety-three point five eight four percent. Thirty-one okay. matches total. Top five of all time. Number two, mm-hmm. El Torito. Ninety-one point seven eight percent. Number three, Rick Steiner. Ninety-one point two percent. Number four, Tom Zink. Sorry, Tom Zink. Ninety point three percent. Number five, The Ultimate Warrior with eighty-nine percent. I was going to say, yeah, Ultimate Warriors. Up there, right? Yeah. Okay, next question. Okay. Um, who was the um, total 100 matches? Like, a guy, the, the highest up with more than 100 matches in the WWE. Oh. Okay. And the hint is, I may have already said who it was. May have. May have. May have. In the top five there? Yeah. Is it Ultimate Warrior? It is the Ultimate yeah. Warrior, yes. How about the first with over with more than five hundred matches, highest win percent? Who's not one that we've already mentioned? Well, actually, we haven't already mentioned him, so there's that. Is it Hogan? No, it's actually not. Believe We've it or not, him. Hulk Hogan only wrestled a total official two hundred and three matches in WWF, WWF, WWE history. Wow. Yeah, his so. win percentage. He is the guy above the guy I'm looking for for the answer, though. As far as total win percentages, and his total win percentage for Hulk Hogan was 77.33. Okay. He got by beat by the likes of Fred Ottoman. Yeah. And Pac. Nice. Curtis Hughes. Nice. Bad News Brown. And Lex Luger. Right. Lex Luger had a better win percentage than Hulk Hogan in wow. WWE. But yes, the answer, uh-huh. John, John Cena. Cena. 1,330 yeah, official WWE matches. Uh, but yeah, up in there, surprising, like, I mean, just to go down the list, like, after Warrior shit, you get to Kerry Von Erich, nice. uh, Lex Luger, Brand News Bound, Brown, Argentino Apollo, Eric, uh, Curtis Hughes, Ricky Steamboat, Pac, Samu, Ivar, Bill Eady, Asuka, Butch Reed, Luke Williams, mm-hmm. Fred Allman, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Brian Nobbs, that was a surprise there, Dusty Rhodes, Bam Bam, JYD, Bruce Beefcake, and it just keeps on going down and down and down. And the very bottom of the list, as far down as it went for me, was mm-hmm. Harry Smith, 50%. Okay. 118. Nice. Along with, like, Triple H, 51%. Tori Wilson, Umberto Carrillo, Edge, Blackjack Mulligan, Pat Patterson, Terry Funk. They're all bottom of the list, guys. So that is the trivia. All right. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. I get to go first, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you do. Man, I picked the best Shawn Michaels match in the first career he had. Great. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10, 1994. Um, man, if you're if you are listening to this podcast and you've not already seen that match, go fuck yourself first off. And secondly, pause this yeah. and go watch it, go. and then come back. Yes. You back? I told you it was fucking worth it. God, fuck. No, like I don't I don't even mm-hmm. know what to say about this. It's right. like. This match is the match that every ladder match ever since that point was built upon. Was this single match. It built the foundation for every fucking ladder match ever. The only thing that can take any other credit, in my opinion, is the first, well, all three, but the first TLC match. Yeah. That also set a new standard for ladder matches and a new era of wrestling. But that wouldn't have been possible without Sean and Razor. There was multiple ladders involved. There was one point Sean super kicked Razor when they were both on fucking ladders. Right. Um, Sean sold like nobody else ever could. 
He's probably the best seller ever in the history of oh, professional yeah. wrestling. Um, he has one of the most prestigious careers in wrestling. He's won mm-hmm. pretty much everything that could be won. He's done everything mm-hmm. that can be done. King of the Ring is one of the few things I can think of that Sean never won, which he also didn't really need. He was multiple champions at numerous times in his career, mm-hmm. holding a tag team and singles belt. Right. He was one of the first guys to hold the European. He held the Intercontinental for what seemed like most of my childhood, um, on and off. Right. Um, and, I mean, he was one of the few guys that could go on to say that they main invented with pretty much every big name in wrestling at that time. The fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret the Hitman Hart, uh, fucking... Big Daddy Cool Diesel, The Undertaker, Razor Ramon. I mean, like, every name he fucking wrestled, pretty much, except like Hulk Hogan, The yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Pretty sure he had a match with Savage at some point. Maybe it was a tag match or something. Yeah. But, yeah, Shawn Michaels was, I mean, he was on the first episode of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. He's still working with the talent in NXT and developmental, which explains why NXT is one of the reasons why they're as good as they fucking are. Yeah. Um... Like, Shawn Michaels ticks every box in a professional wrestler. He had the look. He had the charisma. He could talk. He could work. He Mm -hmm. could sell. Like, he could do fucking everything. And he was my personal favorite for most of my life as a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. And then he had a whole fucking second career I didn't even know about. (laughs) Right. Like, that's before we even get to second career. Where he then continued to go on and main event with the names of the time. Like, John Cena and Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero... And fucking Edge and Triple H and mm-hmm. The Undertaker again, because, I mean, we haven't got to The Undertaker on right. this list yet, but there you fucking go. Right. And he's number one. Duh. Hashtag duh. Like, everybody, all the buds mm-hmm. out there have listened enough to know this. Yeah. He's he's number one. Yep. There's no, like, yeah. god damn. Right. I, I like Shawn Michaels. What a career. Mm-hmm. And apparently a pretty decent guy when he's not all fucking doped up like he was in the 90s. Right. So that's a good thing, too. To yeah. sobriety. After he got his smile back. Yeah, so he had so. to refine his smile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he my, had back surgery. Right. So what did you watch? Because so I have I no watched, clue. And I bet it was good. I watched Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship in 2004. Nice. Second career. With, uh, yeah. With Christian on commentary with okay. JR and Kim. I bet that was fun. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh Good match, definitely. Those two, I mean, yeah, Jericho was like a seven-time IC champion at this time. I think Sean was like a four or five-time. Right. Um, but Sean's reigns were usually way longer. Uh, so, um, and yeah, great match, everything. I mean, it told a story mm-hmm. for what it needed to do. The moves were great, even, you know, a decade removed from your match. Like... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yours yeah. was 04, mine was 94. Right. That's pretty funny. And then, yeah, and then Christian was a part of this feud, obviously. That's mm-hmm. why it's on commentary. He came down, tried to interfere. Referee kicked him out. Uh, and then Tomko came down. Okay. Because that's when they were, we're together. We're together, right. And, yeah. Makes sense. And that kind of ended the match. Um, but it was still, yeah, it was still great for the, I mean, they got... 14 minutes on a Raw, and... I mean, you're talking about the guy who's been number one on our list since we got to him. Yeah. And the guy that I just put ahead of him. Right. Wrestling each other in your match. Right. Good call, my friend. 
Good call. Yeah, and that's kind of why I did it. No, that's smart. Um, because I knew I'd have a hard time between these two. Right. And, like, I can go two ways with this. Shawn Michaels, I think, did have a better... Like, he was probably a better wrestler, better storyteller, better all that. Um, But he, you know, he missed that seven, six, seven years. Right. And he only did it with one company. That's where, like, I I fight it, you know? Because Jericho's done it in WCW, and he did it in WWE, and then he did it in New Japan, and now he's doing it in AEW. Right. And honestly, he's my favorite part of AEW. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. I get it. Him and Cody and MJF. It's just, I guess, Um, Sean got the nod because nostalgia. Right, and that's where, Because back in the day, Chris Jericho was my number two right after Shawn Michaels from the time he debuted in WCW. Especially once he turned heel there and was doing his shit there, man. Mm -hmm. I fucking love Jericho. That was so good, yeah. Um, Ralph, it's... No, I get it. It's tough. It is tough. It was easier for me because it's Shawn Michaels. Right. And it's just, like I said, it's the... Jericho's having more of a longevity and more, I get it you know I get it and what have you done for me lately too because Jericho and Sean there is an age difference but not that much right and Sean's doing what he did in Saudi Arabia and Jericho's having one of the best runs of his life um, yeah but Sean did that after not wrestling a match for right. 10 years I know and, and he did and that's what I'm time. Time. Yeah. right that's, a, that's not really right. an apples to apples comparison I, I get what you're and saying just, though yeah I know but what Sean done for you lately go watch NXT well I know that too but anything that Adam Cole does more. right now has Shawn Michaels behind it I guarantee it oh yeah oh yeah um and it's awesome I get yeah Undisputed I don't, errors, the I don't shit. know what I did but it's it's difficult I <sighs> But then you had to think Sean did it with, you know, he did the tag team thing. He was the, They were the top tag team in WWE for so long. They were the first match on WrestleMania how many years in a row? They were the top tag team in AWA. Right. Before they came over and right. probably other places too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Because you got to think, he had, a, he had a, like his whole first career involved a lot we didn't watch because right. we were too young or didn't have access to it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and you got, I mean, and the change from, like, the Heartbreak Kid to the DX character was huge, and... And the, the DX is, honestly, I still think, like, the first step towards the Attitude Era, which okay. everybody still to this day says is the best ever, which mm-hmm. is wrong, but whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm probably going to give, I think I'm giving Sean the little bit of nod, but it's so it's, it's, it's almost so like I want to do 1A and 1B with these two guys, right. obviously. And it's more like... Which I might do. I want to see what the next five years brings with Jericho. Well, we could always could redo this in five years. We could do this do again. This, we could go yeah. through this exact same list for the five-year anniversary of Buzzwatch Wrestling. We'll see. Well, tell us what Shawn Michaels match no, you watched. I don't want to watch If you did... You do too. I don't want no. There's a lot of those like sixties and seventies. I wouldn't want to watch them either. Re-watch. Plus, there's a lot of people not on this list that exactly. should be now because a lot's happened. Right. But yeah. Join us next time where we're going to talk about number six, Lou Thez. Mm-hmm. Number five, Dory Funk Jr. And I feel bad because Lou Thez is going to be boring also. <laughs> yeah, most likely. And he's like 
Yeah. Anyway. But, but we'll see. We'll see. We might be pleasantly or... surprised. Maybe you know yeah. a match that will surprise us. Send it to us right. over at the Twitter, Buds. You can hit us up at BudsWW yeah. on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. I'm over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. And I'm at Beach 2004 That's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. You've been saying it that way since the second episode, by the way. Okay. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, you say it and then spell it out with your double E. Yeah. I like it. Anyways. And I uh, get it right, though, too. Yeah. I got it wrong. That's true, because you, and you had to keep flipping through the paper, which you can hear in the old episodes of The Apartment yeah. and shit, which is hilarious. No, that's way better. But yeah, until yeah. next time, guys, that's BJ over there. Boom to this. Daryl over there. I don't know why I said that so fast. That's weird. Anyway. But peace out, buds. Yeah. Fuck peace off. out. Happy 100, guys. We love you. 100! We, we did it. We did it. Woohoo! We did it. Hooray. Hooray! Fuck yeah. Yeah. Bitches. We should celebrate. We should celebrate. I'm gonna celebrate by having dinner with my one nice. I'm gonna hear her name. I'm gonna do that first. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. I should probably move the mic. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Man. There it goes. That's height appropriate. Soundtrack to check. Is it checking? It is. Yeah, I hope you buds are ready for some good wrestling. Yeah. Except by the time you heard this, it's already happened and we've already talked about it. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Right? Go away. Fuckers. Whenever you're ready.